Hello, podcast listeners. This is Headbingers in Charge. My name is Mackenzie. I'm Courtney. And today we will wrap up round three of the Binger Games. That's right. We are almost down to the finale. I know. Can you believe it? The final three is uh, just around the corner. We're going to get the third of our final three this episode. That's right. We only have one matchup today. We're going to be doing the Wilds versus Bridgerton, episode three of both of those shows. Yes, it was a very exciting week. Very tough week. I feel like ever since uh, round two started, it's been getting harder and harder. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely getting down to the nitty gritty. These are all good shows. All of them could win, but only, only one can win, so... Definitely. I remember watching both shows this week and thinking, I don't know how I'm going to choose. And that's when I was like, well, you just got to follow the scorecard and let the scores decide because I thought both shows were really good this week. So They were. Should we get right into it? I'm excited to talk about these two. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead and hit that spoiler alert button. Round three, The Wilds versus Bridgerton. So the Wilds episode three. Talk to me, Ken's. What did we think? I love this episode. I thought it had everything that last week's episode was missing, or last not last week, but last episode we watched. Um, there was a little more action. There was more emotion. Mm-hmm. It was a good one for me. I wanted to keep watching after. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I am upset that I made the wrong guess, but kind of made the right guess. Last time we talked about the Wilds, we tried to guess who the story would be about, and I guessed Martha. I guessed Shelby, so we were both wrong. But I but I thought Dot was Martha. Oh. <laughs> like, that's who, that's who I was picturing when I said Martha. I confused the two of them. Yeah, Martha's the girl with the hurt ankle. Yes, I like caught on to that like as I was watching the episode. I was like, oh darn, that's Martha. So, <laughs> but that's what I was picturing. Because like when she first came on the screen, I was like, oh my god, yes, like I got it right. And they kept calling her Dot. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, do you want to talk about the scorecard? Yeah. What'd you think of the visual appeal? I went with a five. I think there was a few more scenes on the island we got some of the jungle with shelby and dot mm-hmm. and then more like the beach and the shore and the um they went underwater this week right mm-hmm. to the boat that was kind of crazy mm-hmm. yeah um to the boat to the plane <laughs> to the plane yeah um there were a lot of good special effects this week and stunts um but I was very distracted by the one bad one, which was the storm at the beginning. Uh, the rain itself looked fine, but when they did like the wide shot of the island and like the thunder and the the ocean, like you know all the waves and stuff, I was like, oof, that looked pretty bad in my opinion. So I fell at a four. Um, mm. Also because right. of I think like the plane wreck looked good underwater, but even like 
the camera that was that was that they took down there, I guess, was kind of like not blurry, but it certainly wasn't crystal clear like one of these, you know, 4K cameras that they got out there nowadays, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like impressed with some of the effects, like the snake was cool. The rain itself was cool, um, but there was also some some misses, I think. So that's why I landed on the four. Fair enough. Uh, true to genre? True to genre, I went with a five. I definitely felt the adventure this week. I mean, I think I gave it a five the last two episodes too, but I think it was even more this week with, you know, going in looking for the cave and the girls swimming out to the wreck. Like, I think everybody kind of went on their own little adventure today. Or, sorry, this episode, so. Yeah, I, I agree. I Last week I gave it a four. This week I went back up to the five. Mm-hmm. Very adventurous. Definitely. What about likable characters? I went with a five. I think, as we stated before, we're getting more depth from the girls, which is making them more likable. I enjoyed Dot. You know, this episode was centered on her. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we learned a lot about her. I We learned that she was a drug dealer but only to help her father who was dying and needed to pay medical bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the nurse, I like the nurse. I forget his name. Yeah. I don't think I wrote it down. Yeah. Those are all very good points. Um, I gave likable characters a 4.5. Um, I do agree that we learned a lot about Dot and there was a lot of depth, but... Again, as much as I really enjoy, like, you know, diving deep into one single character, it really, I think, makes it tough to like the other characters, you know? Like, the girl with the big hoop earrings, what's her name? Um, it's, I think it's Fatin or Fatin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, honestly, but, like... I don't know. I'm waiting to learn more about her because she's just kind of there and annoys me sometimes. So I don't know. It's one of those things where like we don't know their backstory yet. So I'm like, I don't know how to feel about some of them. You know, that's fair. I think um, we did learn a little bit more about Rachel, even though this was only uh, Dot Dot's episode. But, you know, Rachel and Leah. Mm hmm. Right, went out to the wreckage, mm-hmm. and uh, how she was pushing Leah mm-hmm. and pretty much dragged her down there, and you see the competitiveness and that was scary. You know her desire to get off the island. Mm-hmm. And I will say that we learned a little bit more about Shelby too, mm-hmm. with the teeth and talking about her boyfriend. But then, like everybody else, seemed kind of just like I don't want to say a waste of space on the screen, but they're they're their scenes were very flat, you know, there was no depth. You didn't like when they found the mannequin? That was funny. <laughs> I did laugh a little bit. I also laughed mm-hmm. when they found the cave and she was like, dentures, buttholes. Oh, I wrote it down. She, she said, echo, dentures, butthole. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that down. <laughs> that was funny. But um, again, I think the depth was what, uh, just half a point, you know, half a point. So 4.5. Fair enough. Uh, acting? 
per usual, you know I'm sitting at that four. I've got high expectations. I went with a five. I really enjoyed the scenes with um, Dot and her father, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, when he was dying. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I cried, so that portrayal was good. I did also cry, I won't lie. It kind of, uh, I watched it last night right before bed, and it kind of put me in my feels. I was like depressed i know it was really sad and it was you know i i knew i think you could tell early on that he was going to die and Mm -hmm. then they talked about it on the island but i wasn't sure if he died like before the trip obviously died before the trip what was i not sure of well there was a moment where i thought like oh maybe he's still alive but he's gonna die while she's on the trip you know like and then she's gonna feel guilty about it yes that's i I thought, you know, maybe he was going to die while she was there, and that's why she wanted to get home. Well, I'm sure they all wanted to get home because they're stranded on an island, but right. I thought she was gonna, she was mad because she was going to miss him dying. That's why she didn't want to go. Right. Kind of like Rachel feels like, oh, I shouldn't have been here. Like, Nora drugged me on this trip. I thought maybe Dot was feeling like, oh, I shouldn't have been here. I should have stayed home to take care of my dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then... As just the episode started going along, I was like, oh, no, he's going to die. And that's the reason she's on the trip, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of sad. She had to, she had to help him die. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He asked her to, you know, I guess, was it morphine or something? I don't know. Something. But that that's a rough situation. Can you imagine being 17 and your parent, your only parent asking you to help them die? I cannot. Me neither. Neither. I don't want to imagine, but it's like, yeah, it's like a whole nother level to picture it at like 17, you know? Yeah. What did you think about character chemistry? Character chemistry, I did a four. Um, Obviously, we got to see the chemistry between Dot and her dad and then even the nurse. And then more of Shelby and Dot's relationship, you know, when they were in school together and how they knew each other, but they weren't friends or anything. Um, and you know, she was actually her boyfriend's drug dealer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She caught him cheating on her and everything. Mm -hmm. I liked how she, I don't know if I like it or not, but she, she told Shelby like, I don't know, it's, you know, just rumors, but she actually knew that he cheated on her, but you know, it wasn't the time or the place. Yeah. You know, and they're stranded on an Island. She doesn't have to be worrying about her boyfriend. Right. Yeah. I, for character chemistry, I went with a 4.5. Um, I really liked Dot and her dad and Shelby and Dot. I think, you know, Dot carried a lot of the chemistry this week. I think the only thing that pulled me from the five was Dot and the nurse. Like, if the dad didn't make a comment about like, oh, I know he likes you, I would have had no idea. You know what I mean? Like, there was not like, the the exchanges before then like weren't really flirty. I mean, I know he was worried about her when he said like be careful, like what you're doing is dangerous, like right. But I thought he was just like, you know, trying to be helpful. I didn't even think of it as flirting or that he liked her, you know, so. And how old is he if he's a nurse and, you know, she's 17? Yeah, it's in high school. Oof. It's a good point, Mackenzie. Kind of gross. What is it with these girls and older men being with guys that are too old for them my gosh well sorry that was awful what's with these guys and going after girls that are too young for them there you go 
That's much better. I can't believe I just said that. Wow. I apologize. Do you want to re-say that? <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, hey, I made a mistake and I own it. It's all good. Um, what do you think about interesting slash bingeability? I went with the five. That cl- there was a little cliffhanger at the end. Dot had the meeting with Gretchen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did she know or does she not know? Yeah. Is she one of the the spies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But how, like, I want to know how, we didn't get to see too much of their meeting, mm-hmm. just a little bit, so I want to know what she knew ahead of time, and mm-hmm. I think she, if she doesn't know, she's the one that Gretchen was referring to as being, like, a suspicious player or something, because maybe she had the background, like, she, I don't know, she knew Gretchen, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Gretchen like wanted her to help out on the retreat, but didn't tell her about the plane crash. Maybe. You know, like maybe she thought she was supposed to like, or maybe she did something beforehand. Like, oh, I want you to make sure that like this gets on the plane or like this happens on the plane. But like she didn't know that the whole plane was going to go down. Right. And then she got suspicious when the plane did go down. But then I'm sure like hearing the recording, like they made that sound pretty legit. It did. And so my thought was, was the pilot in on it? Uh, I and would, was he like acting? Or that would have been a really good acting if. I would think he had to be. My thought is because I don't think they actually crashed the plane even, you know, like if they turned off the oxygen and the girls passed out, they literally could have like, you know, not like. I mean, obviously, you can't not crash it. You still have to land in the water. But what if they just, like, half crashed it, you know? Like, didn't crash (laughs) it at full speed. They, like, slowed it down, like, let it hit the water and break apart that way, you know? Did they they ever find the pilot, the girls? I don't think that was ever brought up. No, they haven't found the body, probably because... They're just assuming he's dead. There was probably a lifeboat waiting for him because he was in on it. Right. So they just like spread the girls out in the ocean. <laughs> I don't understand. Like this is like psycho. I know. I'm like waiting to hear how this all pans out. I have no idea how they faked a plane crash, but that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I gave interesting slash bingeability a five as well. I, you know, I love a good cliffhanger. So that little bit at the end was enough for me to give uh, the five. All right. How about emotional appeal? emotional appeal i had no choice but to go with the five i mean it made me cry i laughed a little bit um solid episode i agree i also went with the five you know i got the feels and cried at the end and Mm -hmm. suspense at the end it was definitely a emotional one yeah that's what i was looking for last episode agreed agreed what about the originality? I went with a four. I also went with a four. I think that's probably going to stay consistent throughout because like we talked about the lost thing and, you know, the only thing I think keeping it from a three is the fact that the plane was crashed on purpose, you know? Yeah, that's always going to be a bump up. Mm-hmm. This behind the scenes stuff. And I hope we learn more about Gretchen which we did a little bit this episode we found out she was like fired from a job and she was like oh I'm going to show them what you know taking risks can do and 
Yeah, so maybe this is the first time that they've done this. Yeah. Like, I remember, I, I know I kept saying in previous podcasts that, like, well, if they've done this before, they have to know. If they've done this before, they have to know, but maybe this is the first time. Like, right. maybe these are the measures she wanted to take on the retreat, and nobody listened, and they voted her out, and she was like, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, she started her own retreat or something, and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to show them. She's going to use her science to, I don't know what she's trying, what, what their goal is. I, for this retreat and i think it's still like the team building thing she's trying to i don't know bring them together make them work as a team i guess that's the best way to do it is make it a life or death situation but yeah i thought it, she said like it's a bit dark she said they're at milestone eight and they're like two weeks ahead of schedule it was like she has a whole thing planned out definitely and help is never coming unfortunately yeah um what do you think overall overall i went with a 4.5 i also went with a 4.5 yeah i thought it was a really good episode really exciting show yeah one thing we didn't talk about that i have to talk about because it was one of my favorite parts of the show was all the food that dot kept eating at the (laughs) police station Mm mm-hmm she was just like yeah can i have this can i have that she was eating ice cream she's eating sushi she's eating everything Mm-hmm. I loved it. Well, think about, I mean, we don't know how long they were out there even. I mean, they're only talking about day three now. Mm-hmm. They could have been out there for weeks. And I mean, think about like, you know, just drinking Diet Coke and eating bags of peanuts. Probably dying for a sushi roll. Yeah. See, that would be my first, like, I don't know. You know, you never know because you don't know until you're in the situation, but I would think it's weird that, you know, they just happen to find these medical supplies mm-hmm. and they all the Cokes are there and the peanuts. Like if a plane actually crashed, I feel like it, things would be everywhere. And mm-hmm. I think they're probably banking on the fact that it's high school girls, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's hard to be skeptical when you're out there on an island by yourself. And it's easy for us as the audience to say, like, really? Right. And it's, you know, they're going through something really traumatic. So I'm sure they're in shock. They already can't believe that they even survived a plane crash. So at this point, they're like, yeah, anything could happen, really. They could send out a fire breathing dragon and they'd be like, yeah, this is, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, what did the audience think this week? The audience, we had a lot of votes this week. So I want to thank everybody for voting. Love to hear that. The audience leans slightly towards Bridgerton, uh, but the Wilds is going to receive two out of the five bonus points. The Wilds is getting two points. So with that, my total score is a 42.5. With the two audience bonus points, my score is a 44.5. So it looks like an 87. 87. 8.7 out of 10. Not bad. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty high score to beat. Just for uh, reference, IMDb gave episode three of The Wilds an 8.0. Mm. Very good. Shall we uh, jump over to Bridgerton, see if they can beat a 87? Absolutely. I feel like we're jumping back, you know, because we're going back in time. Wow. Yeah, let's jump back to Bridgerton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What did you think of this episode? I thought this episode was good. I 
feel like it wasn't as slow as last week. They, I feel like they really brought the drama uh, because they really had us go in there at the beginning. Looked like Simon and Daphne were really feeling each other. And then he, you know, uh, Lady Danbury kind of put this thing in her head that, well, if you're not going to marry her, don't fool around with her because she has a prince looking at her. And like an idiot, he was like, okay, I'm done. Bye. Yeah, he flipped pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I think he's afraid of falling for her because he really wants to keep his promise to himself and not carry on his father's legacy. I think he already is. You think he already is what? Falling for her. I agree. So I think that's why he wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. That's why he wants to leave so quickly. And that this was his his out with the prince coming into town. He's like, all right, well, we did our job. There's a prince here, and he seems to fancy you, so mm-hmm. I'm done. Yep, sad. The tea. And what about, um, oh my gosh, I'm really, I need to start writing down names. What about the the girl that's pregnant? I forget her name as well, so I'm not helpful. And the, not her mom, but like, the mom writing the fake note. Yeah. That's messed up. That is messed up. I feel really bad for her. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yeah, it's sad that, you know, well, that's what the times were back then. You couldn't get pregnant out of wedlock. Right. And if you did, a man would find you uh, not fitting for marriage because you're used goods or whatever the f- Whatever the frig. Yeah, I I hope that he comes back for her. I hope so. He said he's off at war or something. Um, I hope he comes back. I know, like, even if he sends a letter, they'll probably screen it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope he comes back and, you know, says, I never got your letters. I didn't know you were writing to me. I love you so much. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I need. Yeah. Um. Let's get started on the scorecard. What do you think about the visual appeal this week? I held it a five. Again, costumes, set, everything looks really good. So, Okay. I was thinking about giving it a five again because I've given Bridgerton a five all two episodes before this. But I finally noticed the thing that you talked about the first episode. The castle? Yes, but it wasn't the castles. It was like the houses on the street. They had like a wide shot of it and it was all CGI. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it this time. And I was like, oh, wow. So, I mean, most of it looked pretty good, but there were certain parts of it that did not look good. Like, I think they had, like, a bird flying through. It just looks like the, um, like, even the grass, it's, like, really bright green. It looks like the Windows, like, screensaver. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, it looks like a video game with, like, really good graphics, but not, like, real people, you know? Yeah. They're, like, it's good for CGI, but you can tell it's not real. Exactly. So I went with the four there. Um, What did you think about True to Genre? Well, being a romance show, I thought this brought the romance. I gave it a five. I think, you know, the scene where they were at the museum or whatever, looking at his painting Mm -hmm. or his mom's picture or whatever. You know, they had like the slow handhold. Very romantic. I was like, come on, just freaking touch your fingers. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went with a five as well. I really felt the romance, even with 
um, that girl that's pregnant and, you know, her love for the man who's at war that got her pregnant. Like, I'm really feeling the romance in Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. Definitely uh, categorized, right? Mm -hmm. Likeable characters? Likeable characters, I went with a four. Of course, I do enjoy all of the main characters, but I felt like this week the depth was missing. Like, particularly, I know there was the scene, like, where Andrew was asking for the the opera girl back, you know? And, like, I don't know. I feel like we didn't learn anything new about him, so it was hard for us as the audience to tell, like, does he actually want her back? Like, did is he a changed man, or is he just missing the feeling of being with her and, like, trying to get laid, you know? Yeah, and I think it was also a jealousy thing because she was kind of hitting on Simon, which, by the way, I'm glad he didn't go to the opera. That showed I was his growth a little bit and his feelings for Daphne. Mm-hmm. I was very nervous when they were showing the scene at the opera. I was like, if Simon shows up at this opera right now, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah, and he, you know, his driver is like, should we go to the opera? And he was like, no, we're going to go home. I was like, yes, Simon. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love to see it. So, yeah, I sat at a four. I just felt like there was some lack in depth i still enjoy all of the characters but lack of depth yeah i agree with everything you said i went with a Mm 4.5 but um yeah awesome what did you think about the acting the acting i gave a five okay yeah it's pretty high right i gave high scores this week um you did you were into it i i liked both of these shows i watched them back to back and i was like i just wanted to keep watching me too um yeah I, i think because the chemistry is so good, I mean, that's just, you know, that plays off the acting. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I uh, I went with a four. You know, I'm steady sitting at a four for the acting most of the time. So talk to me about character chemistry. Well, we've, you know, been discussing this through the other categories. I went with a five. I think Daphne and Simon's chemistry is very apparent. Definitely. I also went with a five. Um, can we talk about that slow motion spoon lick at the beginning? You don't remember it? Who did that? I don't remember that. Simon. Spoon they were at the... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They were at the ice cream shop and he like was licking his spoon and I guess Daphne was like seeing it in slow motion. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like Benji. Yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I thought I have that. That's the only thing I have written down in the notes, actually. I was like, Kenzie's going to want to talk about that slow motion spoon lick. And then when he was, you know, talking to her about how she can touch herself. Mm-hmm. He got in all close and steamy and she was like, mm-hmm. And then when they went to leave and he was like, come. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then when she did, like when that scene happened, when she touched herself and then we came back to the next scene and the first line was, Oh, you finally finished. Oh, yes, I did. I did get that. That I was, was funny. Like, okay, Shonda. It's hilarious. I see you with the writing girly. Oh, did you catch the song this week? Mm, I, no, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I'm sure I did. It was Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. You know, I don't think I caught it. Mm-hmm. At the ball when she was uh, dancing with the prince. Yeah, that was a power move by the way she put her game face back on she walked down those steps she she dropped her fan or whatever and Mm -hmm. she said fine i'll find myself another man yeah someone that wants me as much as i want them and you deserve it girly you deserve it yeah i think um the actress that plays daphne i think she does a really good job um when 
you know, the scene where Simon was telling her, you know, like, oh, we're done, whatever. Like, her reaction was really, really good and believable. Mm -hmm. Like, she was, like, literally blindsided. Yeah. She was shocked, upset. Um, I agree. Yeah. Interesting slash bingeability. I went with a five. I also went with a five. I'm hooked. I, like, it's it's kind of... It's kind of crazy. Like if you read the description of the show and like even explain the show to people, it doesn't sound that interesting, but you just get into it. I don't know why. I agree. I think, I think because of the whole like period piece part of it, people are turned off. Like I know I was when people were talking about Bridgerton. I was like, I'm not watching that. I don't like history. I don't want to go back in time to that time period. Like why would I watch it? But it's literally like it's, today's drama like it's literally gossip girl but back then you know like including mm-hmm. the whole like lady whistledown like gossiping about everybody and everything who like, do you think lady whistledown is i don't know we did have somebody ask if it was eloise i don't think it's her though yeah it was the brother the brother asked her if she was lady whistledown mm-hmm. i don't think so i think that's too easy i think it will you think it'll end up being revealed who it is or is it going to be like Gossip Girl where you don't find out to the season, the series finale? I don't know. I didn't watch Gossip Girl, but I'm... Yeah, it was the thing, the whole show, like you never knew who Gossip Girl was. And then the when the show ended, season six finale, like they showed you who it was. Well, I'm thinking maybe it's a guy. Like maybe that speech was kind of foreshadowing where she was like, oh yeah, like, you know she's a woman and she gets to write whatever she wants like that's not usually a thing for us i bet you it's a guy maybe it's anthony maybe maybe that's why he's always in the study writing things yeah Hmm. emotional appeal emotional appeal i went with a four um like i said daphne's reaction to simon was a little sad felt bad for her but um, mm-hmm. I didn't cry at all or no super strong emotion. I agree. I also went with a four. I think, you know, did I feel something? Yes. But did I feel something super strongly? No. So four there. Um, originality? Originality, I went with a four. Mm. I'm sticking with the five. I still think the concept and the way they do it and... You know, how they're using modern songs, but playing them, like, in the style of that time period. I I don't know. I love everything about it, like, in terms of, like, is it new and exciting? So, I went with a five. Fair enough. Overall? Overall, I went with the 4.5. I gave the show four fours and four fives, so 4.5 felt fair. Okay. Yeah, it's a good good way to do it. Sometimes I'm looking at overall and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, sometimes when I'm like, what should... I, like, sometimes I gravitate towards a number. I'm like, oh, that was definitely a five or definitely a four. But sometimes when I'm not sure, I take the average of what I graded everything else. Just to help me out a little bit. I also went with a 4.5. There you go. I feel like our scores were very similar. I Yeah, I like you said, I enjoyed it a lot, but wasn't five-worthy. It was almost there. Almost. But not quite. Almost. Like, I think one more big, like, plot twist or dramatic moment, and it might have been there. And we didn't get the uh, cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what was lacking there. So, I assume that Bridgerton 
got three audience bonus points. That would be a correct assumption. So that brings my total to a 43.5. Ooh. It brings my total to a 45. Wow. Looks like an 88.5. Yeah, an 88.5. Another close one. Really close. I mean... I think the uh, audience bonus pushed this one over the edge. So, I was uh, going to say, if we didn't have the audience bonus in there, the Wilds would have uh, come out on top by half a point. But again, the audience saves Bridgerton. The audience loves Bridgerton. Yeah, and you know, I I am starting to get the hype. Mm-hmm. But I personally would have picked the Wilds to move on. I... I don't think I would have been able to choose. Like if there was another tie and you pointed at me and said, pick the winner, I would have said, no, I'd rather flip a coin because I really enjoyed both shows. I I do agree that I think maybe the Wilds episode was more exciting because there's a lot of adventure and a lot going on, but I am still into, very into the storyline of Bridgerton, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I forgot to mention IMDb gave Bridgerton episode three a 7.7. So it was a little bit lower than the Wilds and quite a big difference from our score. Definitely. Well, looks like we have our three finalists. Bridgerton moves on. That's super exciting. It is exciting. Speaking of exciting. Ooh. I think you have some exciting news for us, huh, Kens? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say exciting, but we're, uh, we are officially in the fall 2021 TV season. Last week, we, uh, kind of kicked that off. Yeah, tell me more. What's going on this fall, Kens? I don't know nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down by, like, nights, all right? So, Monday night, Mm -hmm. you get home. You get home from work after a terrible Monday. Mm-hmm. And we got, last week, Dancing with the Stars season 30 premiered. We had our first same-sex couple competing. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Jojo Siwa is our LGBTQ plus queen. Yeah, I thought they uh, I thought they danced pretty well together. I don't know if you watched it, Court. I did watch their routine, yes. I did not watch the whole episode, but I did see the clip of their routine. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was really good. I thought that Jojo composed herself really well, even with her star like slipping in that one moment. Jojo just kept rolling, didn't even let it show on her face. So yeah, I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, I don't, I hate when there's, not that I hate it, but I hate when there's dancers that have a little bit more experience than others. I get sometimes dancers have experience and a few do on this season, not just Jojo. But um, it's just really apparent when, you know, they show someone like the guy from Cobra Kai who's like 60 years old and he could barely walk. And then you see Jojo and it's like, he's got no shot. My thing is, they're all celebrities, right? They're all just there to have a good time and like, you know, get paid to be on screen. I don't think they care too much who actually wins, you know? And especially if you're talking about like celebrities, like particularly in the entertainment part of celebrities. 
most of them have at least, you know, if they are actors, they've at least dabbled in dance or singing. Or if they're singers, they've certainly dabbled in dancing and maybe acting too. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole triple threat thing. They all know a little bit about all of it. I think it's really like the athletes that, you know, might not have dance experience or people that are older that might not have dance experience. But for the most part, I think at least 90% of the celebrities are going to have some kind of like, well, yeah, I took dance because I thought that was going to be my way to stardom, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And I get what I get what you mean. Like Jojo Siwa was on a dancing I mean, show, but yeah, she was known for dance moms, you know? So it's like, yeah, but she was also what? Eight. Yeah. I mean, she's still only like 17. So <laughs> that's true. It's like, she's been doing it her whole life. So that's true. That's a good point. But I think that, I don't know. Like, I still love her. I love the energy. I think it's going to be good. It's just, I don't know how fair it is. That's the only thing. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the thing is they do it every season. So you can't blame Jojo. Yeah. There's always one, at least one person and everyone online says stuff like they shouldn't be on the show. Oh, I know. (laughs) I've seen the TikTok comments and I'm coming at people. (laughs) Do not, do not talk about my queen like that. I'll fight to the death for Jojo Siwa. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, Monday nights, you can catch Dance with the Stars on ABC. Uh, Last week, also on Mondays, we had NCIS along with the new NCIS Hawaii premiere. I personally have never watched NCIS, but, you know, Hawaii views always are appealing. So maybe give it a shot. And then uh, coming up on Monday nights, October 25th, All-American Season 4 starting up. I love All-American. They left us off on a cliffhanger season three, so I'm ready for it. I know, Court, you haven't watched All-American. Is that correct? No, I haven't seen a single episode, so Mm. that one's not my forte. But what about Tuesdays? Hit Hit me with Tuesdays. All right, Tuesday, I watched The Resident premiere, uh, another, you know, medical show, but it's about a resident instead of, it's actually, it's about the whole hospital. Let's be real. All hospital shows are very similar, uh, but I really enjoy The Resident. The characters are really, really cool. Uh, they left us off on a cliffhanger for episode one, so I always love that. Mm-hmm. Also on Tuesdays, we've been watching Bachelor in Paradise. It's starting to come to a close. I think we have a week or two left. Yeah, and it is getting good. We're going to have to take a whole episode to talk about it. We cannot talk about it right now because I will go off and this podcast will last two hours. So, <laughs> Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, after the Binger Games wraps up, we'll do a, a whole episode on Paradise. Yes, we need to do that. Absolutely. For sure. And then after um, Paradise is over, we have the new season of The Bachelorette starting October 19th. It's exciting. Who's our Bachelorette this season? Our bachelorette is Michelle from Matt James's season, and this is, you know, really special. We have two seasons of The Bachelorette this year. Usually, we have a break. We we have no break. We're just going Bachelorette Paradise, Bachelorette Bachelor, wow, and Bachelorette and Paradise, and start the whole cycle over. It's like a whole thing. All right, yeah, Bachelor Nation is uh, ready to binge. And they did. It's been rumored that the the next Bachelor is from Michelle's season, not from Katie's season. So I think that's a good tool for them. They're trying to get people to probably watch Michelle's season. Like, mm-hmm. so you have to tune in to meet your new bachelor. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out. All right. Hump days, Wednesdays. 
Uh, Mass Singer started this week. I watched the show. Sometimes it annoys me. I'm not a big fan of singing, as we all know. But um, I like trying to guess who the celebrities are. And I like the costumes. They're incredible. Um, we already had three unmaskings. We had a, a two-day premiere, and they did two unmaskings in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Dwight Howard, NBA star. He was on the Sixers this year. So I know him, but I, I did not guess him. Our second unmasking was Mother Nature, Vivica Fox. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, I'm not too familiar with her, but apparently she's a singer, actress. Um, And then Toni Braxton, big name, seven-time Grammy winner. I can't believe she's knocked off already. The Puffer Fish. Court, I think you would like the show, but you would never watch it because you don't have the time and it's... It does get annoying. Sometimes I fast forward through the singing. <laughs> I did watch with you a couple times. I feel like I enjoy the singing more than the guessing, mm. but that's only because I feel like my knowledge of celebrities is not very large. Yeah. So like I guess the same like five people every time because I only know five people <laughs> and then I get frustrated. Some of the names they throw out, I'm like, who is that? I like mm-hmm. they know. I guess maybe they you think they actually know that many people. I don't know. I guess they have to. It's a whole another world, you know, the whole celebrity Yeah, that's true. World. It's kind of like knowing, you know, you know how many football players, you know a lot of football player names. It's like, you yeah. know, when you're in the football world, you know all those names. When you're in the celebrity world, you know all the names, so. That's true. Um, also on Wednesdays, the Chicago shows have been going on, Med, Fire, and PD. I don't watch those, but they got a lot of hype, and maybe one day, but I wouldn't even know where to start with which one. I feel like you have to watch all three at the same time and it'd be kind of hard. Um, Riverdale has still been going on. They're ending, what is this, season five? Mm-hmm. I haven't been keeping up with it. I watched the first couple episodes, uh, but the last few I haven't. Yeah, I'm a little behind as well. Not that I'm not excited for it. I'm really into kind of what's going on right now. I just, uh, you know, been keeping up with the Binger games has been hard on me, so... Hoping to catch up on Riverdale soon because I love me some Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale's like the last thing I... It's like, oh, I got nothing else to watch. Let me watch Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that season, I think it should be ending soon because it was just half season. Um, And then, I don't know if I heard this right, but I think season six is starting up in like November. So we're getting a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, the final season, I think they said, huh? I think so. Thank God. Yeah. I think it's time. Mm-hmm. Me too. I agree. What else? Uh, for th- for those that watch reality TV, I've been watching The Challenge every Wednesday on MTV. Uh, I just started a couple weeks ago. I love The Challenge. It's a reality competition show. My kind of chillax TV. Nice. What about uh, Thursdays? What are we watching before the weekend kicks off? Thursday uh we didn't have really much on last Thursday uh Law and Order and SVU premiered their seasons I don't SVU's got to be in like season like 500 but um this week we got Station 19 and Gray starting up mm-hmm. it'll yeah it'll be tomorrow we'll have a crossover nice I'm sure they usually that's how they start the episodes the seasons I mean exciting premiere tomorrow definitely for sure um yeah any predictions on gray's court honestly it's been such a long break i don't even remember where we left off 
I miss so. binging it. Like when I know, you know, we weren't I caught up waiting. Just like Bachelor in Paradise, we didn't watch it at first, and then we watched like six episodes in a row. But then we caught up, and we were like, oh, "I want to just watch it." Yeah, I mean that's what head bingers in charge is all about. I want to just binge. I just want to watch it. Binging uh, really spoiled people, huh? It did. It did. But it changed the the TV game. It really did. But you know, the good thing is, we have shows like uh, The Circle, which just dropped a new season. Season three premiered. Um, and they put out, you know, like the first half of the episodes and then they'll put out the second half of the episodes. So that's something yeah. that's on my list to binge very shortly. They've been dropping a, a few episodes each week, which is, you know, a little annoying because you, usually you want to watch all three in one sitting. So then you have to wait another week. So it's kind of the same thing, but you're getting a little more content. Yeah, a little bit at least. And then also on Netflix, September 17th, Sex Education Season 3 dropped. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Me neither, but I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, Cameron watches it, and she's very excited about season three. She says it's really good. She's already started it, so. I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and I see stuff about it. Just haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, October, a couple shows coming up on Netflix. We have On My Block season four. It'll be the final season. That will premiere on October 4th. I hope they give us the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then You season three. I've been seeing all the promos for that october 15th mm-hmm. we actually watched we finished season one now that's knocked out of the binger games we did we binged it solid show we well we have to i i didn't watch season two yet did you no but i meant we binged the whole first season yeah so yeah we de- we definitely binged the first season we watched it in what two nights yes yes we did yeah, I mean, I'm kind of bummed. I saw like the promo picture, so I, you know, a little bit of a spoiler for us because we didn't watch season two yet. Yeah, but it's all right. We'll but see. Apparently, Joe has a baby. Yeah, and hey, we still don't know how or why or what's going on. So, still a lot of exciting stuff. But so, um, yeah, it's kind of all I have for for news. It's a very exciting stuff, Mackenzie. And uh, thank you. Speaking of exciting stuff, we are wrapping up the binger games huh yeah next week will be the season one finale of the binger games yes we have our final three shows the marvelous mrs Maisel, good girls and bridgerton so next week we'll actually put all three shows against each other highest score will win audience bonus will still count so make sure you vote yes and I um, just want to say, we will be watching two episodes of each show. Is that correct, Court? That is correct. Two episodes of each show, because it's the finals. Yep, give them all a fair fight. You know, give them two episodes, just in case, you know, oh, you, one had a bad off episode. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all next week, so be sure to tune in. We drop new episodes every Wednesday. Yes, and uh, please subscribe to our show. Follow us on social media at Pod. We really need you guys to vote this week. I don't know how I'm going to work the Instagram poll yet because you only get two options, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, please keep voting. We are also going to crown our very first Binger Games champion next week. We're going to see who's going to win a free t-shirt, which will be exciting stuff. So... Keep tuning in, and as always, keep on binging. Don't want-